Welcome to Promo Insiders, an ASI media podcast that covers the issues that matter most to the promotional products industry. Labor Day has passed. The days are getting shorter, and Promo's madcap holiday selling season is shifting into gear, ready to accelerate to breakneck pace in the weeks ahead. Today's podcast will be chock full of insights and information that will help distributors make this all-important time of the year a success. I'm Chris Ruvo, and today I'm joined by my ASI media colleague, editor Sarah Lavendusky. Sarah, myself, and our team have talked with a ton of suppliers for word on everything from inventory and production to hot products to sell to key markets during the holiday times. We'll be discussing all that and more. Sarah, thanks for being with me today. Thanks, Chris. Happy to be here. Yeah. So before we get going, if you're listening to this live, um, you're welcome to chime in with questions in the comment boxes, uh, comments, whatever you like. Keep them to the PG, PG-13 level, and we'll, uh, we'll be able to get to them. So, um, Sarah, let's get going here. Yeah, Chris, um, thanks. So you had a, uh, uh, an article that went out later last week, um, and it was about, you know, the status of suppliers right now with Q4 coming upon us. Mm-hmm. So what are they saying about inventory and production and fulfillment times in the months ahead? All right. So this was actually one of the happiest articles I've gotten right in a while, because so much over the last few years has been tough times, right? Um, the word from suppliers re- really of, of, of different levels is that inventory levels are significantly deeper than last year and that production and fulfillment times should be improved over what we saw during last year. When I say last year, I mean last year's fourth quarter. So um, one of the great examples on inventory was from Sanmar. Now, you don't get bigger than Sanmar in our industry, as we well know. They're the largest supplier. Um, Sanmar has roughly double the amount of inventory um, on hand heading into or expects to have double the amount of inventory on hand heading into the fourth quarter than they did compared to last year's fourth quarter. Um, I- inventory levels are still no, not where they should be or where mo- many suppliers would like them to be on an industry-wide basis, but industry level or inventory levels have improved. So that's obviously a, a, a great thing for distributors because it means that there should be more in stocks this season in the product in the specific products that your um that your clients want um there's the good news the on production and fulfillment again similar situation things are not perfect nobody's saying that you know like it's you know better than ever but um but a lot of suppliers especially some leading suppliers um say that they've they've been able to hire more in a production setting they've been able to train these new hires and they have the staff in place to be able to fulfill orders um, quicker uh, this year than they did last year. Everybody, I'm sure, remembers last year there was there was really a lot of hair pulling out and hand wringing when it came to production and fulfillment. Um, not necessarily because a supplier was slacking, but they maybe they didn't have the staff levels necessary, given how tight the labor market um, was to uh, to produce at levels that they that they would expect. So, so the the bottom line on inventory. And on production and fulfillment is both are going to be improved heading into this fourth quarter compared to what they were last year. They're still not ideal in most cases, but on an industry-wide level, they are better, and that's good news for distributors. Yeah. Um, so as we kind of as we kind of kind of give that 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 premise or foundation. Uh, some of the big things we wanted to talk about this hour really matters for distributors is who can you sell those products to, right? If, Hey, we have product, we're going to be able to fulfill it. So who can you sell it to? And what are some of the hot products? So, t- so to that end, 
we recently um, put out, and you really played a lead role in putting out um, ASI Media's uh, 2022 gift guide. Can you tell us just a little bit about that guide, what it entails? Yeah, it's, I mean, we, we put it out every year, um, as you said. And um, this year we did kind of four steps to, we're calling it acing your holiday orders, because this year, as you've been mentioning, it's, it's the busiest quarter for promo every year. Um, but we're still facing these challenges. And so every year the mantra is order early so your clients get their first or second choice, right? Mm -hmm. This year it's more imperative than ever that orders are in early because suppliers could really are going to only be able to do so much when inventory is slow to be replenished, slower mm -hmm. than previous years. Mm -hmm. So there are going to be situations where if your client waits long enough, they're not going to get what they want. Not even second, third, or like fourth hmm. you know, choice that they want. It, things are going to be very slow. So, it, I mean, I would say probably now is when you want to start ordering for your clients. Um, I mean, it, it's this is the time to start really getting serious about those gift, those uh, gift orders for your clients. And and one of the the uh, piece of advice we we give is go to your preferred suppliers, those who have come through for you that are reliable. You're saying, you know, your article covers those suppliers that have made changes to make sure that they can meet client demand. Look to those suppliers first. Mm -hmm. um, but really this year, like I think in previous years, you know, it was the 11th hour and distributors and suppliers may have been able to get something quick out the door. Mm -hmm. That's not the case this year. And I think the other thing you have to think about is if the distributor sends out items to a contract decorator, those shops are going to have bottlenecks as well with decorating because of the holidays. And then you have freight companies who everything may be on time from a supplier, but mm -hmm. if the freight companies are overextended, which they will be, it's going to take these circuitous routes around. Things are going to get delayed. You have to allow for all of that. So this year really is the time seriously to order early and make sure that your client's orders are, are getting filed in so that they are getting their first and second choice for the holidays. All right. So even with those improved production times and deeper inventory levels that we talked about, things are still not perfect. We, we can't go back to relying on everything last minute. There still needs to be that, that forethought and planning if, if you want to get um, you know, the items that you want. Now we should mention too, I think about the gift guide that it's at, uh, it's available at asicentral.com backslash news. There's a profile of, I think it's, correct me if I'm wrong, sorry, six or seven different markets mm -hmm. and, um, and uh, that are, that are going to be hot to sell to. And then there's um, a breakdown of products that um, would be specific good sellers in those markets. So, um, so maybe take us through a couple of those markets. What markets figure to provide some of the most fertile ground for, for promo sales in this Q4 and, and why? Yeah, I think the common theme is really, you know, it is every year, but I think really this year, again, it's thanking people for a, a, a job well done, mm -hmm. especially in those industries where, you know, staffing shortages really took a toll. People were coming in extra hours. They were really um, overextended on their, on their, their working hours. They were doing the job of two or three people, really rewarding people for the good work that they did this year is going to be important. So for sure, a few of the, the industries that we targeted are education, which based on SOI data is our largest market for promo again. Mm -hmm. Also healthcare and hospitality. Again, thanking those hardworking employees who kept showing up and serving people when those shortages hit like virtually every industry. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's been, I think really those industries, you can really look to those that have had workers that are that are on their feet all day. And they're really going to appreciate gifts from grateful employers. Right. It's a, that's a great point. Um, you know, one of the other markets that that stood out for me too was um, was contractors. I know in some ways the housing market has cooled, but there's been um, but there's been so much building going on and so much competition for skilled labor 
right over the last um you know year or so that seems to be another market where you know they could be looking to reward and reward and thank around the holidays given um the uh, the the competition for that skilled labor another one that stood out to me too and this i was almost a, a little surprised to see this on there but when you think of how things have changed over the last year a couple of years was nonprofits now we know nonprofits sometimes have um limited budgets but to when when you're maybe paying people a little bit less as nonprofits tend to do compared to you know the private private for profit enterprise um, enterprises um, you want maybe other ways to thank people and show them that they're cared for and that seems to be just um, a great a great you know a, a great way to do that is through a, a thoughtful branded personalized gift so another another great one there so um, specifically. What I really liked about the gift guide was that it um, it broke down to like, hey, not only here's a great market, but here's some products that would be good for this market. So based on some of those markets that you just discussed, what might be a good product or two? Maybe start with education or, or whichever one you prefer. Yeah, I think for education, I think teachers like they like classroom items. Mm -hmm. um, they like desk decor mm -hmm. um, that they can show off. They like things that they can use to get to work, like messenger bags for their mm -hmm. for their um, their professional items. Um, I think even home goods, like we feature some food gifts, high-end blankets for relaxing after long days, putting your feet up. I think people appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, for healthcare, you know, um, I was just at the hospital yesterday visiting somebody. I saw every single um, nurse that walked by had a piece of drinkware. And they okay. had it like holding it or on their on their bag or whatever. Drinkware is huge. And if it can keep water cold all day for a long shift or hot, coffee or tea hot for a long shift, mm -hmm. that's perfect. They really appreciate that kind of thing that they can use on, on the job. Mm -hmm. um, and food gifts, like we have a taco kit that they can take home and then make for themselves and their families after a long day. Yeah. People appreciate like an easy dinner to put together real quick. Yeah. Um, and then I think for hospitality, you know, people on their feet all day serving people, um, especially when, you know, there was a lot of staffing shortages. I think trophies, just a trophy, a personalized trophy they can, they can display at their home or in their office is really good. Um, and then fresh uniform accessories for the new year, like ties and scarves. I think okay. it's good for people. Okay, that's yeah. It's it's really it's really interesting stuff. Um, I like like personally, I I love the um, I love any, and I think that this has a has a pan market or pan industry appeal. Is that you if, when you get that when you get that kitted box sent to sent to your home and it's branded in a nice way and it's got maybe a seasonal theme and then there's a couple different things in it and they're all somewhat useful, but there may be things I could use around the home or or things that are maybe per particular to me, given my, you know, profession or whatever, that, that seem, seems like such a great way to go because it's, it's, you've tailored, you've created an experience with the unboxing. You've created some visual eye candy with the nice box and the fact that multiple things are packaged nicely. And then you've provided them with something practical, whether it be, you know, drinkware, a, a nice blanket for the, uh, for, for the holidays, things of that nature. So, um, so yeah, but the point is that there's a lot of options out there and there's a lot of markets that, that, that are buying and it's just a matter of narrowing it down and really, really making it, um, you know, tailoring it to the particular, um, recipients. Is that a fair way to characterize it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and for sure, like making sure that you're being proactive and getting on it like now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <the> time. Okay. <laughs> that sure. was a good, that was a good segue. Cause I think the next thing we were going to talk about, and this is, this is something you certainly, you know, emphasized earlier is um, selling strategies and best practices, right. For, for distributors heading in, into the fourth quarter. And um, you touched on this extensively in your article, um, I, I did to a lesser extent in mine, but I, I think we came to a lot of the same conclusions. Number one, you have to order early. Like the, like the ordering early 
is puts you in such a pole position to get your client the specific products that they want at the at the levels that they want them. Um, even with inventory being deeper, that can still be a challenge given that demand is expected to be high uh, this fourth quarter, right? Um, you know, another big one is um, you you want to. Uh, how can I put it? Um, present options. I guess that's, I guess, and everybody I think has been, has been doing that already. Um, but you don't, you want to educate your clients about, Hey, you know, you've, you've heard about this at, at you know, at, at the supermarket, at, at the, uh, at the box store, at, at Amazon, there's, there's shortages and things, things may not be available to the level that you were used to. Um, given that here's, here's, your first choice product, but here's some others that you might like as well, just in case we can't, we can't get specifically what you want in the totals that you want um, for this project. And if you talk to those, uh, you know, you work with trusted suppliers, suppliers who you know are honest, who have a good beat on their own inventory situation, preferably even ones who have online tools you can use to check on inventory, you should be able to give clients um, you know, multiple options of, for products that they would actually be able to get because there is inventory for them. So those are just, I think, some of the best practices that you should observe going into every holiday gift time sale. Just edge, order early, educate clients about the situation on inventory and fulfillment, and then um, you know, present options. I know, Sarah, I know you had others too. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, it's important, like you're saying, to to have options. Make sure you have uh, several options for them to pick from. And I think the other thing is, you know, you have to really monitor inventory and that's because it disappears so quickly. Like one of the distributors said in the article, you know, we, we had this specific shirt that a client wanted and it was like a specific hand, a specific fit, like very, very, very specific. And everything looked good, except that every supplier we went to to get the, this shirt from me. And then, you, you know, because of inventory shortage, you have to go to multiple suppliers, right? Every supplier we went to had everything except medium, which of course is the most popular size. <laughs> right. So they ended up, they could get hundreds in the other sizes, but they ended up having to go with another shirt because they didn't have mediums. Okay. Um, so, so it's kind of, and, and that can disappear. You can put the, the, the PO in and the inventory can be gone within a few minutes. That's It'll true. Yeah. In, that's it. So you really have to like monitor, not only monitor the inventory, but also monitor the order all the way till it's in your client's hands. Because you think it's on the truck headed for your client and it's sitting in a warehouse somewhere for several days or a few right. weeks. Yeah. So, Is, and, and that's a consequence too, I think, of like having to use multiple multiple yeah. shippers sometimes or ship from multiple different warehouses because the inventory, even if you have that, even if in totality you have the inventory, it might be stationed in different places, right? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Sanmar told me that they're really trying to make sure that they have plenty of inventory at each distribution center. So it's not like, oh, I'm in Jersey. But I have to get items from, you know, out on the West Coast, like in Washington, right? Like they're making sure that they have plenty of inventory at every center. So they're like a Jersey person isn't waiting for stuff coming in from Washington, which just, mm -hmm. you know, just takes more time. Nightmare. So that's another thing that suppliers are, are doing is making sure they have plenty of inventory in every single location. All right. Um, we had a comment come in, uh, Daryl Andre. Sorry if I pronounced the last name wrong. Just, just agreeing that blankets are always um, an awesome option for the holiday, and you can never have too many. And I, I totally agree because they, um, we seem to get a few every year, and then, and then you know, we we have a collection. They get used. They get multiple children. They get put on their beds. They get used. We sit outside <laughs> on chilly mornings, stuff like that. So total, total agreement with um, with that one. So Sarah, just um, before we move on, just any other strategies, tips, best practices that uh, that distributors should follow based on your reporting? 
Yeah. And I, I would say one of the other things, and this is hard for, I think this is really hard for sales reps to do is it's to say we, we can't do that at this point in the game. And mm-hmm. I think it's so, because I, I know that they want to help their client in any way that they can. But one of the key things is don't spin your wheels and say that you can make it happen when something is, you know, a custom, a custom item in October or November is probably not going to be feasible. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really, it's, it's worse to say, yes, we can make it happen. And then things fall through than to say, look, it's, it's just too late in the season. We really recommend that you choose something else that's like ready-made and ready to go. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about a custom project maybe in the new year. But right now, this is not like we just can't do that. Like really focus on what's feasible and be honest yeah. with your clients. They appreciate that. Just being honest at the beginning. Yeah, don't. Yeah, I, th- I think there can be a tendency sometimes to prompt to promise something because you just so badly want to say yes because if you're afraid that if you say no that they're gonna that they're gonna take take their business elsewhere potentially but if something truly is 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 not achievable and don't bait and switch right don't don't say yeah i could do it and then after the fact say well you know what it turns out i really can't but i I can do this now they're annoyed at you because you promised them something and you under delivered right the proverbial so you want to maybe under promise and 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 over deliver as the um as the saying goes and um and honesty is the best policy if 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 you've truly done your work on on the sourcing end and you and you know after talking to maybe multiple vendors that just a certain desired custom job or certain any job just isn't isn't um realistic given time frames or whatever the 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 um issues might be convey just convey that just like like call attention to it right and and then move on so we had a um we had a comment come in here uh technology item this is from uh, mary freeze that uh technology items um uh so like wireless chargers mm-hmm. Uh, make working anywhere easier. I think these will be increasingly appreciated. And boy, I totally agree. I think I, I think tech items in general and um, are, are the way to go. And and things that um, I think we mentioned earlier, Mary, things on um, you know that are practical that people could actually use, or you know, and that look attractive are are are, are especially welcomed. And and those would those would fit the bill for that for sure. Yeah. 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 In your article, Chris, last week, you talked about the current state of like the supply chain, inflationary pressure on suppliers, pricing. Um, what is the situation right now and what is that going to mean for the fourth quarter? Okay. So the good news on supply chain is ter- in terms of fourth quarter is that a lot of, a lot of important leading proactive smart suppliers knew that supply chain problems weren't going anywhere. And earlier in the year, they really front loaded their ordering, they, meaning they started bringing a lot more product, um, you know, from their overseas factories into their domestic warehouses, more than they would have, say, in past what we might call normal or pre-pandemic years. So they were kind of anticipating it would take longer for things to get here because of various supply chain hiccups. Um, but they knew they needed a lot of stuff on, on hand, especially for the second half of the year and the fourth quarter. So many have indeed stocked up. I'll give you I'll give you one example. Um, and I'm not saying that everybody is in this position and that everybody did that. So, of course, you have to check with each individual supplier. But I am saying that a lot of the leading suppliers I've talked to have done this. And the one example that sticks out for me is PCNA. Um, they're carrying some of their they have their lowest out of stock um, ever. They, this is according to their to, to C-suiters there that this is their lowest out of stock that they that they've ever had, and that their level their inventory levels are exceeding what they were seeing in in 2019. So they're they're they are they've beefed up in in a big way. Um, 
supply chain more broadly though and this could become a whole topic itself but like i'll say is there's still continued issues there's still problems with factories shutting down in china due to covid and um and 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 recently we're recording this in early september in august there was all kinds of heat wave and drought there that's 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 causing impact there's increased costs for raw materials for supplies for labor things of that nature that all contributes to higher bottom line or higher costs for suppliers that can you know potentially drive up pricing um, on promo products there um, on the supply chain front some things have gotten better in some areas so there's less congestion on west coast ports right now um, but now there's more congestion on east coast and gulf coast ports Hey, why does that matter to the promotion products industry? Because if there's port congestion and you can't get your products off the ship and, and into a truck and truck to your warehouse, it leads to it makes it harder to replenish inventory. It also makes it more expensive. So, um, so the bottom line is that suppliers are are still dealing with a with with really many supply chain issues, but they're trying to mitigate that with more proactive ordering, carrying more inventory on, on hand and being more strategic about, um, about what they order. Now, um, one of the, one of the positive notes that, that, that I learned in uh, doing this reporting is that um, there's some in our industry who feel that the worst of the inflationary pressures are starting to pass. There's some signs in the bigger economy that that may be the, the case too. Inflation was still ridiculous in uh, July, which was the most recent month that we had available. I think it was eight and a half percent, but um, but that's down a little bit. There's a sense that um, that with the economy cooling a little bit, and that with interest rates going up, various other factors, that we may have seen the peak in inflation, and that it may start to to actually start to go the other way, where where, where those pressures go backwards. What does that mean for promo? Well. You would like it to ultimately translate into price decreases on products down the line. Jury's out on whether that's going to happen. Okay, but what it what it may, what it may mean is that once suppliers sell through the stock that they purchased at these higher prices under great inflationary pressures, that once they can start purchasing product and making things and importing at slightly lower rates, that that does then translate into price tags that are lower for the industry and. Um, that's not, that's, that's, you know, that's potentially good for distributors because if people are, if the end client is used to buying something at a, at a, at a, at a certain level, you know, um, but you're, you're potentially paying less for it. There's, there's maybe chance to expand margins a little bit there within reason. You can't rip people off, of course, but like there's, there's, there's chance for margin expansion here. So that would, that's what I would say is the, uh, kind of the, the long winded beat on pricing inflation and, and supply chain at the moment. Yeah, it's just, I think it really remains to be seen. Like things change so quickly. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, we reported on gift guide in like July or August. So people were kind of giving their their best guess based on yeah. like historically what's been going on. Mm -hmm. But, you know, unless the challenges all like resolve themselves in the next like month, which didn't happen, obviously, mm -hmm. they, they were pretty sure that, yeah, Q4 is always busy. But yeah, it's going to be even busier this year. And it's going to be even a little more stressful. So it's, yeah. it's just behooves and clients get their orders in early for distributors and suppliers to help them get their, their orders in. Yeah. Good final thoughts there. I would say too, to not for folks to not be discouraged. Like, like, yeah. like, yeah. like, listen, I, I really hope I'm right because my sense is that things are not going to be as bad as last year. Like, yes, we are still in an altered marketplace. It's not 2019, 2018. Um, right. But, but I don't think that we're, we're facing the same direness of like lack of products and just like, like, like create clients who just weren't aware of how bad supply chain issues right. were. I think, I think end clients are more aware of it. I think distributors are more aware of it. So they're, so they're being more proactive about how they, 
they they're going to handle this college holiday season suppliers i know for a fact good ones have been more proactive about it with their stocking up with their trying to bring their labor levels up to be able to meet demand so so i so even though it's it's like a what's what's the takeaway it's like the the it's it's the forecast isn't maybe for a sunny day in terms of how everything's going to go but it's not going to pour you know what i'm saying it's gonna it's gonna maybe just be overcast there's going to be challenges but it's but but i i don't think that they'll be as severe as they were last year and i think that that's a that that should be an encouraging thing for the industry and then of course nobody should feel any complacency with that though either right right yeah. and that's i mean that's how we conclude the article for you know the gift guide it's like you know the good thing like you're saying is that this year end buyers understand you know they understand inflation they understand product shortages and they understand delays in delivery they've mm -hmm. experienced it everywhere else they they're not surprised that that they're going to experience it here too so they're understanding Sarah, thank you so much for joining me. Everybody, thank you for sticking with us to the end. And um, you can learn more at asicentral.com backslash news. Check out um, our 2022 gift guide and um, check out our report on where things stand with inventory and production fulfillment if you want all the nitty-gritty details. Chris Ruvo and Sarah Levandusky for ASI Media. Thanks for listening.